another episode of Pivotal Moment. I'm your host, Nikita Faustin, and you are in for such a treat today. I'm here at Rock a Block Store in Maryville, Indiana, with entrepreneur Rockland Page. He is the entrepreneur of this fine establishment. His vision has fueled so many of the designs that you will see in just a second. So we're going to talk to him about his mission and his message and what has gotten him to where he is today. Welcome, Rockland. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So we are sitting in your stores. We're sharing with our viewers. Tell me a little bit about how that vision came to be. Um, well, the vision came to be about six or seven years ago. Um, when I was just in my career, I was really bored with how things were going. I was frustrated. <laughs> bored. I was bored, yeah. frustrated. Um, I worked for a lot of large companies, so including some magazines, some newspapers, and finally an engineering firm, which wasn't very creative at all. And when I just saw how boring that last job was, you know, paid a decent amount of money. It was just like, I do not want to go out like this. Wow. So, Boredom is a killer. It is. Especially <laughs> if you're a creative person. The, yeah, it can suck the life out of you. And for me, you know, I went from designing covers from one of the largest newspapers in the country, one of the you know, most well-known black publications in the country, to doing PowerPoint presentations and proposal covers. Um, so just one day I decided to see what I could do in the t-shirt game. I had a lot of friends that were doing t-shirts and they weren't designers at all, but they were making a killing at it. Yeah. And I was like, why can't I? I I'm pretty talented. And, uh, <laughs> so, so after a lot of research and just uh, looking for different equipment on how to do it myself, I found this uh, heat transfer system. So I started out very small in my basement. And uh, in November of 2017, I started rockablack.com out of my basement. Out of your basement. Out of my basement. And so I was just... You know, you couldn't tell from my website, yeah. but if you look at my basement, you see like a single light bulb hanging from a string. I'm in no there in the dark trying to make t-shirts, but I wanted myself to look as professional as possible because, yes. um, you know, when you're a black-owned business and, you know, you really, you're just starting out, you have to present well. You absolutely do. And so uh, I launched in uh, in the fall of 2017, and this year over year has just grown, and you know, five years later, going on six, I got my own shop. And it's grown to all of this. You can see some of the signage here. You'll get to see the entire store in just a second. And I've heard you say in other interviews that you're not necessarily a t-shirt guy, but you're a storyteller. Yes. So what does that mean exactly? Um, well, for most artists, visual artists, I believe we're storytellers. You know, we would put images and words and colors and all sorts of things together on canvas. Yeah. And in a typical art setting, you have to go to a gallery to see art. But with t-shirts... Every person who wears my shirt is a walk-in gallery. I love that. And so rock a block can go all over the world. So this shirt I'm wearing now, someone could be wearing it in, in Vegas, Vancouver, China, Absolutely. anywhere, and they can see my work. And your work is fueling not only a lot of visions uh, around the world, as we talked about geographically, you really are getting out there, but you're also expanding your operations in general. And you're in the midst of a huge fundraising campaign. Yes. So tell us about what that involves and what you're helping the game. Okay, so I launched a Kickstarter on February 1st to uh, help raise money to upgrade my shop. So in lieu of taking standard loans or, you know, searching for grants, which has been a very daunting process, I'm, I'm actually still doing those as well. Oh I decided to go directly to my supporters and see if they can help me by purchasing or becoming a backer on my Kickstarter campaign. Um, to support the brand. So that money will go towards getting newer printing equipment and hopefully getting a bigger facility. Uh, 
Um, because even though we've been here just two years, we're quickly outgrowing this. It's hard to contain the dream, right? It is. <laughs> the it dream is. Dream. Like you have these four walls, but you're so much more than that. And so you're trying to find space for that. Yes. Okay. And then um I know a lot of people, Rockland, and we were talking at the top of the show about kind of transitioning from nine to five to being an entrepreneur. So tell us about the advice that you give to people now who say, hey, you know, I got this this idea for a business and I really want to do this, but, you know, I'm not sure or I'm afraid. What advice do you give them? Um, I think it varies from person to person, but <laughs> I say the fear is normal. Um, even though I've been doing this for five years, I'm still afraid every day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Every day? Every day. Okay. Um, that, that's, that's good. That's a good yeah. thing. It keeps you fresh. And that, that keeps me on my toes. It keeps right. me going. And, you know, with, but I don't let that fear paralyze me from making moves. Because mm. now I don't have a backup. You know, I, I don't have a safety net of my nine to five job anymore. Rocket block has to work. It has to. It has, it to, has to. So you hear that potential supporters and current supporters. It has to work. It has to because yeah. this is not just a hobby anymore. This is my livelihood. This is the vision. And this is how I take care of my family. Take care Amen. of myself. Amen. And so that forces me to get up here and work every day. So when you know when I work in my nine to five. You know, I had to work later. Man, I hate this place. I don't want to work here. Anymore. <laughs> Why do I stay late? But you know, but when I'm here on my own, and whether it's you know getting out of here, you know, five in the afternoon or five in the morning, uh, I'm seeing the fruits of my labor and I'm building my dream and working on my passion. So it, it hits different. It hits totally different. And I've heard people say that because if it's your business, it's it's your business. It's your passion. Yeah. If it's your passion, it doesn't feel like work. If it doesn't feel like work, you can do it all day. Yeah. Right. Um, you can be here five a.m., five p.m. as you said. And so um, we have been talking sort of about building dreams, making dreams, and those that you're making come true today. Was there a pivotal moment, since this show is called Pivotal Moments, that really got you from where you were to where you are now? Uh, there's been like several pivotal several. moments. Several. Several. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out which one to focus on first. Um, I think the biggest one was in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a pivotal year for everybody in the world. Absolutely. So not just me. Um, that was a moment when I was forced to leave my job to be sent us home, and they cut me down from a forty-hour-a-week job to fourteen hours a week. And in all my events that were, you know, set up because I just bought new equipment, I just spent another twenty thousand dollars on equipment to make shirts. Wow! And all those events were canceled. And I'm just wondering, how am I going to pay off these loans? How am I going to support myself and my family when my job cut me down? My events are canceled. What am I going to do? And so all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, in the midst of the riots and the chaos and everything, yeah. I started getting orders from all around the country, from the West Coast, East Coast, from the South, from the North. And these were from people that I had, I didn't even know. Because typically my orders would be from friends of family or friends of yeah. friends. And, How were they finding out about you? Um, they... Just Google searching. Okay. Um, they, people were searching like black-owned t-shirt companies, and I was like one of the first ones uh, that came up. Yeah. And yeah. then one day, I get an email from a producer at ABC7 Chicago, Morning News. Oh, and they said, hey, we found your website. We love what you're doing. We love your brand. Would you be up for a uh, on-air interview? And you're yeah. like, of course. Yeah, via Skype. <laughs> and I've never been on live TV before. But I'm like, okay, this is the moment. This is this is it. This, this is, is the it. moment. Right. And so I wasn't prepared at all as far as like the, the, the onslaught of orders that came in after that. Wow. I, I was terrified. Wow. I was nervous. I'd never been on TV before. So I'm sitting there in my living room on my iPad. I could barely hear the news anchor. I got the producers in my ear telling me what to do. Wow. And, and so he asked me all these questions about what's Rocket Block and 
And I'm so nervous. I, I still refuse to watch the interview. It's almost three years later. I have not Are watched it. Are you serious? You yeah. haven't seen it? I have not seen it. We're going to watch it after the show, you guys. Okay, go I'm on. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> and, and so it was just so weird seeing myself on TV. Yeah. And so we, we answer, I asked some questions. And then I just remember the last thing he asked me. He said, so Rockman, what's next? Mm. And I just said, I don't know. Everything's happening so fast, man. Wow. Um, I just I said, I just want to get out the basement. <laughs> I remember that's the last thing I said. And so he's like, well, Rockland, good luck to you. Yeah. And so we got the air. My phone blew up with orders. Get out so normally I get maybe five to ten a week, maybe. Yeah. That week I had over a hundred. That I had to fill. And that made me change the way I you know, operated because I would make sure it says it ordered. Mm-hmm. I had to now have inventory. People were trying to find me, pulling up to my house, calling my cell phone. Get out of here. I'm like, oh, You're like, hold on, hold on. I didn't, I didn't even know the information was on my website, you know. Oh, my but people found me, and so I'm like, I got to get out of the house. I got to get out of the basement. So I found a property yeah. in Maryville, and I saw the vision. The place was this place was complete right before. This beautiful place that we see, like gutted it. And but, no, it was better when I got here. There was trash everywhere. Oh, there were no lights, no plumbing, no heat, no nope. nothing. Okay. And but I saw the vision. And I said, "This is Rockablock." And so the landlord, you know, worked with me to build the place out, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, March of 2021, we opened up Rock Block Shop. And there you have it. Rock Block Shop, which is right behind us from one man's vision in a basement yeah. through COVID, rose through COVID. Some businesses declined, went out of business, and never came back. Yeah. Yours grew to exponential length and is still growing it's because still growing. of it. So that means that this is supposed to be. And there's, it. The, it, it, it is. It's it's something that you couldn't have forecasted, and yet it's here, and you're still moving in the right direction. So, my next question was about the community's response, but it seems like you have an international community, really, Rockland, that is responding. Are you surprised at all of that, and how are you kind mm-hmm. of, you know, taking it all in? Um, it seems surreal at moment, right? And I'm like, oh, these people actually like my artwork, or people are seeking me out. I went, you know, five, six years ago. I was, you know. Walking around, like literally walking around downtown, looking for ad agencies and design firms that you know I could apply for, wow. apply for jobs. And I would cold call and LinkedIn people and get no response. People said they love my work, then nothing. But then I said, you know, I gotta give myself a shot. Mm-hmm. And so when people start finding out, you know, what I'm doing here, because I'm still very hidden in the back of this mostly empty strip mall. Mm-hmm. But when people find out this shop here is in Maryville, they're shocked. Like this is in Maryville, right? <laughs> this looks like it should be in Chicago or New York or something. Well worth it. And and so I feel like this is a perfect spot for me. So the community has been really receptive to me. You know, and you know, mainly, you know, serve the black community, but you know, yeah. black, white, Hispanic, Asian have all been very supportive of what we're doing here. And and it's humbling to see that, you know, when people post their rock them wearing their rocket block shirts yes. online, or they tell me a story about how you know, a friend of mine said he was in Vegas. He saw somebody walking across the street that had one of my shirts on. In Vegas, in Vegas, representing you all over. Yeah, and so it, it, it's it's awesome, and it's like, is this my life? Yeah. Is this? You gotta like, pinch yourself. I like, do. This is me. This I do. Is me. And I, I mean, it's still a struggle at times. It's still very hard. I still gotta get me grind every day Absolutely. because if I don't work, I don't get paid. Yeah. You know, and if I don't get paid, you know, everything else kind of falls. Right. But um, it's just really been awesome to see, you know, 
go out on the street and see people wearing my shirts, you know, mm. getting awards from, you know, the Chamber of Commerce. Wow. I received a minority-owned business of the year in 2022 from Congratulations. Sm- thank you from a small uh, business development center of Indiana. Oh my goodness! So it, it's in the same and you're a newer business. You know a newer what I mean? business. So yeah. like to have that acknowledgement early on is just impeccable. It is, and then you know being on TV like six, yeah. seven, a seven magazine cover, magazine cover, newspaper. I'm like, what in the world is <laughs> happening here? <laughs> like, like I'm just a graphic designer that makes T-shirts, oh, and wow. all of a sudden I'm like a you know local folk hero. But it's so much more than that. It's, it's, it's the stories behind them, right? Because you said that there is a story behind every image, every slogan. Tell us about that, because that's where you tie in the graphic design uh, background into yeah. the current vision, right? Tell right. us about that. So I think part of it just goes back to me being you know, in the publishing industry. You know, we used yeah. to work together years yeah. ago. Yeah. And you know, we worked for Johnson Publishing. It was all about telling stories. Yeah. It was all about conveying a message. And with those companies, I had to tell their stories the way they wanted to. Correct. And I got to put my little spin on it from time to time. But when it came to the moment where I could say, hey, why can't I just put a, you know, a, a joke on a shirt or something that yeah. people have said to me over the years? Mm-hmm. You know, whether somebody makes a comment about my beard or being bald or something, mm-hmm. why can't I put that on a shirt and see who resonates with me? Yeah. And so it, it was just an awesome opportunity to share what's in my mind, what's in my heart with other people. And then other people agree with it. Or think it's funny or hilarious or yeah. Know, <laughs> and so even with the shirt, I wanted to you know make a shirt. It was my Freedom Fighter shirt. I wanted to make a shirt that made people ask questions. And we're gonna see about that and talk about the Freedom Fighter shirt and the other design. So stay tuned. Keep going. And and then have discussions. Yeah. You know, like hey, who's I know Harry Tubman, I know Frederick Douglass, but who's Marcus Garvey? And then that you know creates a platform for people to have this discussion. Absolutely. And then we find out what these people stood for. It opens up more discussion for you know race, mm. history, the equity of the people in this country. And how long we've you know fought for you know to have a voice, and now this simple T-shirt is creating a platform for that. I love that. I, I love that you are able to from from one slogan, one shirt, one sweatshirt. You're gonna have a shoe line soon, I'm assuming. Um, <laughs> but just from one brand, so many things and visions and ideas and support systems can change. Yeah, that's power. That's impact. And I know that that has been. Um, a source of great joy and surprise, as you said, in some ways, but also there can be some challenges. So talk to us about what are some of the difficulties with being your own boss and kind of being at this point now in your life. Um, I think some of the difficulties are also the strengths, too. Um, yeah. Because at the end of the day, it all falls on my shoulders. Um, when Rocket Black, when I started Rocket Black, it was just me, one man in my basement making shirts. Yeah. But now I'm slowly but steadily building a team and uh, people have volunteered to help out. Um, but the challenge is, you know, there's so much noise out there. Mm. There's so much, you know, to compete with on social media. How do you quiet the noise and make your message stand out? Uh, you have to be consistent. And you just have to be able to, I guess, humble yourself and even ask for help sometimes. So I've asked people, hey, can you post my shirt? Mm. If I send you some stuff, would you wear it? Um, can you give me an opportunity to, you know, tell you about what I'm doing here? Mm-hmm. And so you have, to, you have to be willing to, you know, hit the pavement and be a door-to-door salesman for your own brand. So you're the designer, you're the visionary, you're the uh, the marketer, you're the brand builder, you're, the, you're all of these things in one. You have to be. The mastermind and the help. Yeah. And, then something, and then you have to, you know, another challenge is, you know, of course, financial. You have to get creative because, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
Some people think I'm balling, but I'm not. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. still. He balling, y'all. We out here. We still. Not yet. Yeah, I will. But you know, you gotta. You have to uh, maintain. You know, a certain image. But you know, yeah. not not you know, not to where you're trying to wear. You know, be blamed out all the time. But you still sure. want to maintain the image of professionalism. You know, you want the store to be welcoming and clean. So you have to make priorities. You know, am I going to spend you know four hundred dollars on a new pair of shoes? Am I going to spend four hundred dollars on you know, you know, new tags for my shirts or right. new merchandise or so it, it all comes down to what your priorities are. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, things pay off. They do. And that payoff is what you reinvested yourself to your store and to your story. And so part of that story I saw, I don't know if some of you may have seen who are watching Rock-A-Block's billboard. Yeah. Now, I've seen some businesses who do not have billboards, but yours has one. So tell me when you see... Driving down the street, you see your name, your store name on this huge billboard. What is that like? Um, that was actually a very surreal moment. That that was a couple of years ago when we did that, but it was like, you know, why why not? You know, let me spend a little money on that. Yeah. And it was a cool way to flex. You know, <laughs> low key flex. Yeah, it, it makes it, it, you know it makes a you know it makes a good you know reel or you know image for Facebook and Instagram, and it just lets people know that you're serious about what you do. Yeah. And so for me to see my name up in lights, it was like, wow, this is. I know I keep saying, but it's very surreal. It is. You it know, is. to see something that you've been dreaming about for years finally come to fruition, and it's a reality. You don't you don't know what to do with yourself at times. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I gotta keep going. I gotta keep this going, and you don't get a high from it. You know, it's one of those things. But but when it comes to business, you you have these you know, these mountain moments and these valley moments. Feast so, or famine sometimes, yeah, right? You got to be able to ride it out until that peace comes again. Yeah, because no, there are some days where you know people the phone won't stop ringing, people mm. won't stop coming in the door. We set up at events, and you know I can't serve everybody quickly enough. And I've gone to other pop up shops and events where it's crickets, it's unbelievable. Mm. Wow, why am I here? Do wow. I suck? Am I terrible? When <laughs> they go to another not. event, like oh, of course now I don't suck. I'm rocking wild. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Parkour, but parkour. It, but you just have to be mentally. You know, you know, have the strength and fortitude to handle those moments. You yes. can't, you can't let your head get too big yes. from these you no know, moments, and then you can't let yourself beat yourself up too much. Mm-hmm. Those moments where things aren't necessarily going your way. That's good advice. That's very good advice, and I think that probably helps with the visions to come, right? Because we're in the store, and I saw, ladies and gentlemen, that he has Nike by Rockabland on this box, right? So maybe that is. A collaboration to come one day, but I want to ask you about those who you would like to collaborate with going forward. Are there a list of maybe designers or brands that Rock Up would mm-hmm. like to partner with? Um, you know, I would love to work with Chance Rapper. You hear that, Chance? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, just you know, I, I like working with little guys, but you know, I yeah. would love. But if Nike called me up, Adidas or even yeah. Fila, I'd say, hey, we want you to, you know. You know, design some shoes or collaborate with it. I would jump at it. You say, hold on, Adidas. I've got Nike online one. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> you keep going. Yeah, and yeah. so just, you know, I'm looking for people who just want to, you know, really send a positive message. You know, don't shy away from, you know, rocking the boat a bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, honestly, I haven't really thought about too many specific brands. Yeah. But I just know I want to be as self-sufficient as possible. I don't want to yeah. lose anything that Rock Block has to offer yeah. to appease anyone else. I like that. And and standing on your own, about your own, is going to, in the process, make a space for you to be your own, you know, in the same way. Um, So let me ask you this about um, knowledge, because we've talked about some wisdom, and there's some wisdom on some of your shirts. 
having done this for so long now, having left the nine to five, is there something that you know now that you wish you'd known when you first started? Oh, there's plenty. <laughs> Even the first three. Um, I guess how I would spend my money. Mm-hmm. You know, there have been many times where I was just throwing money at opportunities yeah. that I thought would pan out, but they didn't. Um, so I would have made wise investments. Um, I think choosing who you work with a little more wisely. Because there have been, you know, like I said before, there have been some events I've gone to where I've wasted all this time and effort getting things set up and then get there. Mm-hmm. And it's not what we thought it was. So being selective about the time and who you're choosing, who you're yeah. choosing to give your time to. Okay. And then honestly, just being more sure of myself. I used to doubt myself so much. Really? Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just sit there and I would be pretty meek and quiet, waiting for people to notice me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was just doing work, keep my head down, and maybe thinking somebody would say, oh, <laughs> hey, come on, Rock, why don't you join us here? But, you know, you they say the, the squeaky oil, I mean, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Absolutely. And so, yeah. Closed mouth doesn't get fed. Yeah, so, yeah. You, so you got to start mm-hmm. making noise. You got to start putting yourself out there. So I think, I almost wish I could have started this earlier in life. Um, I'm 42 now, but you know, I started this when I was what? I can't do the math right now. Right, right, right. Five years ago? Yeah, 37. Yeah, 37. Yeah. Now, ever since I had a kid, I mean, my hope, my mind is gone. No, uh, same, same, same. But I I wish I would have started on this a little bit earlier and been more sure of myself. But I think I had to get bumped and bruised a bit and a bit jaded by the industry. Mm -hmm. You need that because that incentivizes you to take the leap. Yeah. And to stay on this side of the wall versus going back. Yeah. But for those experiences, those late nights doing things you hate, you know, especially when you're creative, as you said. And so I want to ask you about um, success because people define it different ways. Um, people can walk in here and see, you know, all that you've done and all that you are offering and think he's made it. But what does success look like to you? Is this it or how do you measure it? Um, contrary to proper belief, I don't consider myself a success yet. Okay. I still feel like I have a long way to go. And that comes with me being a perfectionist, I guess. Um, so I think for me, success looks like me being able to offer jobs, mm-hmm. like solid jobs to people in my community, to offer, you know, aspiring designers and creatives, uh, you know, an opportunity to to work in a creative field. For me to really be able to support myself and my family with this job, with this career, and to see rock a block, you know, not just be in Northwest Indiana, but be in the Pacific Northwest, on the Absolutely. East Coast, down South. Yeah. You know, let it be a rock a block, you know, rock a block shop in every state. Absolutely. To me, that's what success looks like. And that can and will happen. And it's already starting because you got people overseas, you know, reaching out to you that are wearing your, your merchandise and know about you, know about your brand. And I want to ask you this about um, the process of the business. It takes so much out of you to start it, to maintain it, to keep it. What have you learned about yourself, like, personally through this process? I think I've learned that I'm more resilient than I gave myself Than you thought, right? (laughs) I mean, there are many, there have been many, many late nights where I'm wondering, like, does anyone even see me? Mm. Does anyone even know what I'm doing here? And, but then when I get that validation later on, when somebody says, hey, you you know, hey, I saw your Facebook post, I saw your Instagram post, or I saw you on TV, and I count the likes. I only got like 10 likes, you know? <laughs> but and you weren't one of them. Got one, two, three. But people still see the work that I'm doing, whether yeah. they interact with me online or not. And so it just, it, it's just a constant, you know, ebb and flow of me having to validate myself. 
And you know, even getting positive reinforcement and positive, you know, reactions from other people. And you know, just lean on God too, because there've been a lot yeah. of times where, you know, like I gotta do this, I gotta do this, and you know, people remind me, like, you know, Rock, you don't have to do this on your own. God has got your back. Mm-hmm. And so there've been many times where I'm like, all right, God, I'm at the end of my rope. I don't know what else to do. I've done everything I possibly can. And then sometime later, some miracle happens. I get a call, like, hey, Rock, you want to click on it? You know, Won't he do it? Hey, we need to order for 500 shirts. Or, hey, yeah. want to interview you on this TV station. Or some influencer on TikTok is wearing my shirt, and everybody's calling me about it now. So it's just like, this is the way God works. He doesn't really work in you know, my time. Because if it was my time, this would happen years so 20 ago. years ago. Right, right, right. But it's where we end that he begins. Yeah. That's what I've always heard and believed to be so. So we were talking about learning about your resilience through the process. And since we are surrounded by the results of your process, your t-shirts included, I would love to take our viewers on a small tour of some of the designs and some of the ways that you have expressed your creativity that so many people in the world are wearing. Can we do that? Sure. All right. Fantastic. Okay. Um, we print and design pretty much every shirt here right in the shop. So your printing is done here too. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, so you don't both, farm it out. Uh, we farm out some of it. Okay. I mean, there are some jobs or some <laughs> things that are a little too detailed for for me to do myself. Okay. So just for the time of you know for sake of saving time, we actually send some things out. Okay. But this is our sales floor. Um, we've done costume here. We've done comedy shows. We had events in here. Um, so I try to make it as a, a multi-use space. Yeah. And when I want people to come here, I want them to feel relaxed and welcomed and feel inspired to create. Yes. I love that. I love that. Okay. How do we get on the mailing list for the comedy shows? Like, I didn't get an invitation to that. Um, Did you well, know about it? I didn't know about it. Well, they're on hold for right now because oh. uh, the town of Maryville was not too happy about them. So, oh, okay. I think learning to be a business owner, you have to work with the... Within the municipality yeah. in which you are in. So, you got to work yes, with sir. local governments and find out what's allowed and what's not allowed. Yes, sir. You know, get your permits. So we have uh, yeah, some accessories. Uh, these are actually earrings. Oh, these are earrings. That's how people like wearing a baby blanket. Well, I was feeling those, when I was feeling the t-shirts, I was like, this was so soft, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like use, terry cloth. Yeah, I don't use cheap. Dedicated all day, like I could see this for Father's Day or something like that. before this is uh, my most popular shirt the freedom fighters okay and this shirt is always been a conversation piece and so i had a thought um, what if this shirt could actually join in on the conversation so honestly how many of these people do you know 
uh, Marcus Garvey, Ida B. Wells, W.E.B. Du Bois, Harriet Tubman, Sojourner Truth, Frederick Douglass. Very nice. So let's say you're wearing the shirt and you're out yeah. somewhere. And someone says, oh, I know Tubman, I know Wells, I know Douglas. Well, who's Garvey? So instead mm-hmm. of you having to go out into a long conversation, Garvey can tell you who he is himself. Marcus Garvey's going to speak to me. Yeah. Okay. So if you go to the Instagram, my Rocket Block brand page on Instagram, you go to this effects tablet here. Oh, wow. You pick a character. Click try it. Turn the sound off. So you just hold this over. Click next. My name is Marcus Mosiah Garvey, and I was born on August 17th, 1887 in St. Anne's Bay, Jamaica. No Straight way. Yeah, in my bloodline. No I'm way. I'm a Maroon tribesman who once organized slavery votes. I am known as one of the so strongest voices of black radicalism. And you put it over there. I believe in yeah, a world so where... Born Frederick Augustus oh. Washington Bailey. My name is Frederick Douglass, and I was conceived under the yoke of oppression on a plantation in Talbot County, Maryland, around 1880. I was known as the most talented anti-slavery orator of my time. I learned to read from scraps of paper. I need. Wow. So, yeah. Get out of here. So and this is also book. your design. Yes. You also created this and designed this. Create the concept, the design, everything. It's just you scan the image through uh, our Instagram filter. Yes. Scan the image, scan the shirt. Okay. And it looks like your shirt is coming to life. Because it is coming to life, to be honest. I mean, when you put it over there, the technology is doing it, but the history is telling it. And um, so it's not, and it's not just the shirts. It works on uh, our skateboards, our pins, our patches. We have a uh, giant display at a place called Selfie World in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. where it's a, just a big selfie museum. So these characters are blown up to like four feet tall each. No and way. And so when you point at the wall, it's like all the characters on the wall are coming to life. So, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you have these characters in different locations, larger than life. You put the phone up just like you did, and then they come to life right there on your phone. Yeah, and start talking to you. Wow. And they have different messages. Yeah, they all tell their life story. They all talk for about a minute and 20 seconds. Did you write all for us? Yeah. Uh, but I was doing all this out of my basement. All this equipment was in my basement at one point. You had this machine in your basement. Yeah. It was a pain in the butt to get out. <laughs> how do how many shirts could it produce in a given, let's say, week? Um, well, probably more so an hour. You know, An I, hour? Um, I could probably do 100 shirts an hour. Oh, that's good. You could do yeah. 100 shirts depending on one the, hour. Depending on the complexity of it. Okay. Um, but I want to get a machine where I can do 500 an hour. Oh, I see. So your scale is changing. I got you. Nothing um, is impossible. That's right. So tell us about how you have been a part of this vision and seeing it come to pass and how that makes you feel. Oh man, it feels. It makes me feel great because I feel like I'm giving back to the community because I know that's the type of person that he is. Mm-hmm. I came in wanting to be an actual customer. Oh wow! And I, because I have a business as well, and I came mm-hmm. in to research him to do some items for me, mm-hmm. and ended up because I loved his vision, I loved what he was giving to the community, ended up wanting to volunteer and give my time to help his business grow. Wow! So that we could, you know, we're supposed to help each other. Amen. So that's Amen. exactly why I'm here to help his business grow. They're amazing because it's, it's it's amazing to me to see some. Wow. use their gift that God gave them. So you are, you have the benefit, as is Robin, of being a part of the vision, watching it come to pass, and then finding and having a role in bringing it to fruition. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Did you did you imagine that when you walked through the doors that that is what would be happening? Uh, nah. I you, didn't, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't imagine that? I thought what was going to happen was like, 
closet's gonna be folding shirts. Wow. <laughs> it was gonna be that. And now you're building dreams and visions. Mm -hmm. yeah. God has more in store. Yes. Yes. And what are you doing? What are you gonna start up in here? <laughs> this has been great. This has been great. I highly recommend come out and visit Rock a Block, visit him online, get uh merchandise for you, for your family, and for your next big event. Get lots of them because I'm going to buy 90% of them right now.